You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage to create an impactful community, teaching you how to lead your life and your business with compassion and strength. It can be scary stepping out from the barriers we still carry while we were once employees and change the narrative to take charge of your business and team. This podcast is a place for you to come to learn to do just that. From personal experiences, interviewing new friends, I hope that you will tune in to listen all that living that big CEO energy can offer you and your business. I'm your host, Callie, entrepreneur and fractional COO. Let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are talking about your business flow. And when your business is flowing, oftentimes your motivation is flowing. And that feels great, doesn't it? But what happens when the flow gets disrupted or the flow slows down? And what happens when your motivation is tapped out to keep going? Here's the real question. What are you doing to keep the flow? It's so easy that when things go sideways or hiccups happen, the flow is disrupted and now the motivation to keep going or change things up is lost. Let's dive in today on the top three areas that we have for keeping the flow of motivation. And I feel like the word motivation is sort of tricky in and of itself, right? So when you think of motivation, oftentimes it's the things that we look to to quote unquote keep on going. For things like, you know, running, oftentimes we listen to super powerful music to jazz us up. Or, you know, if you lift weights and you're not so much a runner, maybe music does that for you too. Or even looking at other people's YouTube videos, you know, those are all external things that we think of when we talk about motivation. And it's this information bank that we plug into us in order for us to continually have our eye or our mind on something to keep the flow of us moving forward. What happens is when those things are getting disrupted and the flow is no longer a strategic rhythm and you feel this overwhelming change that is happening, oftentimes we allow ourselves to get caught up in the woe is me card or not necessarily looking at how we can put ourselves back on track. And so when people say, I've lost my motivation, that is usually because they have allowed external factors or external things to cloud their mind and not really leave them with the tools to keep on going. And so the top three areas that I have put in to keep the flow of my motivation going is leaning into my discipline that I have created for myself, leaning into what I know as what discipline looks like and eliminating some of the distractions that are caused by me not keeping the motivation throughout my day. And so leaning into discipline. Motivation is not a lasting service. 
However, when we've built our self-discipline, that is what takes over motivation from the external factors when they start to lessen or even when they leave us. And so what I mean by that is when you have routine things that you do day in and day out, right? So for me, that looks like my morning routine. And you can reference the the podcast episode from me talking about that. But having something that is ingrained in me that I do every single day that no matter what, No matter how I wake up feeling in the morning, no matter how my morning starts, I know that these key things are what I'm going to do every single morning. And it really is about developing the mindset to have the discipline that when you don't feel like it, when something goes awry, you always have something to fall back into. You always have a rhythm that you have created that it is so easy and so succinct to repeat and come back to. Because what happens is is when we don't lean into our discipline, when we don't demand from ourselves to get back on track, we let the motivation dictate our day or our week, our month, our year. And when we allow something that is external, because again, motivation is everything that we find outside of us to help encourage us to keep going. When we allow other people, when we allow social media, when we allow YouTube and all of these things to tell us what we're doing every day, number one, we don't stay true to ourselves. And number two, we start living life on somebody else's terms. And we start allowing other people and other things to be our discipline and essentially giving the reins to someone else. However, when you have decided that no matter what, these are the things that you are going to do each day to stay on track, your discipline takes over any external factor to create the motivation then to keep going. Does that make sense? And so when you lean into what you know as discipline, what that looks like is molding your calendar around your peaks of energy to accomplish your list during those times, right? Sticking to your morning and evening routine that you have had before the motivation even started leaving, such as downloading a habit app or setting alarms to trigger yourself to keep doing the things you were doing before, It's interesting because even in my planner, I have a habit tracker. I am a person that loves to check off boxes. So for me, what that looks like as part of my discipline is creating that habit tracker so that every single day I am going back into my habit tracker and saying, did I do this? Did I do that? Because those things that are listed on my habit trackers I know that they create a positive environment for my mind. And so by disciplining myself to consistently go back to that and stay the course, stay in part of my habits, I've realized that this is the self-discipline that I need to set up my success for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month. So when you allow yourself to see yourself from a 500-foot view and say, what are the things that I need, not want, I need daily to be successful? 
For some people, that is, I need to read something that is not what my profession is for 20 minutes every day. I need to journal at the very least three pages every day because that is what gets my mind clear. Or I need to create a brain dump list. Or I need to look over my finances every morning so that I know what's coming and going. It just regulates my brain. So all of those things, create a little list. There's no shame in creating yet another list. Create a little list that says, okay, you know, every day we're going to do 20 minutes of reading. We're going to spend some time in prayer. We're going to complete our Bible study. You know, those are just some key things that I have on my list, but it really is effective. If you have to put on your habit tracker that you have to go to the gym at least three times a week, do that or some sort of movement, right? Walk a mile every day or do yoga or just spend some quiet time in meditation. That is all really good to put on your habit tracker so that if you don't have discipline, you're you're creating that structure. If you always use the list, then that's fine. If you get yourself to a point where it is just succinct every single morning where you don't necessarily need to fall back on the habit tracker, that is wonderful too. Whatever works for you, but you have to create discipline for yourself. You know, it's not like when we were kids (laughs) and your mom sort of had everything laid out that you had to do every day or your dad, right? You had everything that they they needed you to do every day. So you got up, you brushed your teeth, you got dressed, mom or dad, or maybe you were responsible for getting breakfast in your belly every morning. And then you put on your shoes and then you gather your backpack and then don't forget your coat and making sure that, you know, your light is turned off and you use the bathroom before you leave the house. And then when you get to school, right, you still had discipline. Because now you have this class to go to and this homework to do that comes out of this class. And and then you have to go to the next class. And then there's lunch. And then you're waiting for your parent to pick you up or you're walking to the bus and getting your seat. And then you come home and there's still another there's still another level of discipline, right? Maybe you had chores growing up. Maybe you had to let the dog out. All of these things are your day-to-day things that are getting you through your day. It's a level of discipline that you have knowing that you need to complete those things. It is also discipline when there's nothing else motivating you. So after a while, right, you start the school year and you have a little bit of a guide, whether it's your mom, your dad, whoever is raising you, making sure that you're getting up and and doing everything, you have a guide. But after a while, that guide no longer is there. Or maybe, you know, your parents' work schedule changes and now you're responsible for getting yourself up and you have to make sure that you are getting breakfast in your belly and all of those things, right? When you get to the point of no longer needing someone, you have to have some sort of system system in place that allows you to continue the discipline. As a kid, it's very easy to like forget things and then you fall back on your parents saying, oh, you didn't do this. Don't forget to do that. Yada, yada, yada. That's usually something that happens. But as an adult, nobody's coming to save you. (laughs) 
Nobody is going to come and guide you. Nobody is going to come and tell you exactly what you need to be doing every day. And if you have somebody in your life like that, um, they are enabler, enabler and should not be doing that because this is you needing to create some self-discipline. However, usually when you are that type of person that needs to have some sort of discipline, it also means that there are distractions that need to be eliminated. So for me, getting through my work days, sometimes that looks like not taking phone calls or answering texts because those are huge barriers to slowing down or eliminating the motivation that I've had even through self-discipline. And one of the other things that I have noticed is shutting out my personal email, shutting out, you know, social media and things. And part of that for me is creating the discipline so that I'm creating my social media ahead of time. And I am choosing small parts of my day to be active on social media. Does it work out every week? No, but the discipline is there, right? The discipline is able to allow me to then make judgments and say, is this serving me today? Because if it's not going to serve me today, I'm, I'm going to choose not to do that thing. But tomorrow, I'm still going to make sure that I am making the best effort possible to be able to come back to what I've taught myself as having self-discipline. And eliminating distractions can be using the focus function on your iPhone. It allows alarms, like we mentioned before, to still work, but incoming text, phone calls, and other app notifications don't show. But then also like gently reminding the people who usually text you during your work periods of motivation that you are unavailable and ask them to refrain from texting or calling you. But what I will say too is sometimes my motivation sparks other areas of genius and I really have to use my self-discipline to make sure that I am not sort of going quote-unquote ADHD, right? (laughs) That's what we call the brain when it does that. The squirrel, making sure that I don't have the squirrel moment. And so sometimes that looks like taking the multi-computer screens that I have, because I have three of them, and only using one window and only having one tab open so that I can complete the project that I am working on. Sometimes getting that level of discipline within yourself needs to happen so that you are successful so that you are meeting the deadlines that you have also created for yourself. And setting plans and goals, which I've mentioned in the previous podcast, and how to do that effectively is great. But putting your goals into action with bite-sized daily tasks really helps the motivation stay alive and also encourages your discipline to go back to your goals every day, revisit them, make sure that the tasks and the systems and the tools that you're using reflect good stewardship of putting your goals in place. And then when you plan your goals into your daily life, it's easy then to stay excited about working on the projects and the future things that you want to accomplish. So in essence, you're creating your own motivation within yourself by overall daily planning and sticking to the plan 
and allowing yourself to ensure that you're meeting and crushing your goals. But better yet, it allows your self-discipline to fuel your motivation to keep going. Thus, you're relying on yourself and not necessarily the external things that you are seeing within social media. And looking for external factors to keep your motivation alive tends to be a dead-end zone. However, if you are the spark of your own motivation through your self-discipline, keeping your flow and managing your flow ends with nothing but a positive result. I just would like to encourage most of you that if you are feeling a lack of this motivation that we are talking about, step back reflect into yourself on A, what is happening? B, how can I control it? And C, what do I need from myself in order to control it? What do I need from myself to move the needle of myself or my business forward? And sometimes that looks like setting up habits that you can meet We never want the habits to be something granular that you're never going to be able to meet. I'm talking daily habits that you can do. What are those? And then try them out, right? Build a habit day in and day out for the next month and then revisit it. Is it working? Is it effective? Do I feel better? Because honestly, if you don't feel better, if you are doing things on your habit list that don't bring you joy, then your motivation is going to be low and you're not going to be able to keep fueling yourself to move forward. You know, it's interesting because my husband gets up at, well, now it's 4.45, but he used to get up at 4.30. And he and the cat have a process every single morning. And I know he's listening, so he's going to start smiling and giggling at this. But so he gets up and she follows him out the door. Usually she sleeps with us, but sometimes not. So he gets up, he goes to the bathroom, does his thing, right? Leaves the bedroom and there she is in tow. For those of you who have seen me on Zoom, you know that the famous... Emma is who I am speaking of. She is loud and proud and in charge. So anyways, they go downstairs and he is um, he is starting his car. He is doing his whole, you know, morning cigarette thing, getting his luncheon in the car and then utilizes the facilities again. And she comes right in and sits there. And pets, you know, gets her morning pets. And then he is getting dressed. He gets dressed downstairs because anyone who knows me knows that I am a beast in the morning. Okay? Before coffee. Pre-coffee. And so as he's getting dressed downstairs, she climbs up on this table that we have in our back room and gathers her pets. And then she sees him off to work. And that's what she does every morning. That is her self-discipline and that is his self-discipline. But my point here is that every single morning is the same, right? Every single morning, it might be a different time. It might be, you know, a different rush period where, you know, maybe he's getting out of the house faster than prior mornings because he needs to. 
But they both have a process every single morning. And as long as they stick to the process, they have an enjoyable morning. Of course, I don't know what this looks like because I am still sleeping, mind you. But I get up shortly after. Every once in a while, I'll get up with him. However, my point is that having a system in place so that every morning you get up and it is the same thing allows your body then to be ready for the rest of the day. And it creates this peaceful environment for you that a morning routine will be something that you are glad to wake up to every day. Now, granted, let me just share with you, my husband is not glad to be getting up at 445 every morning. He does it out of necessity, right? Because he works for someone else. But honestly, I'm pretty sure he would even tell you that having the cat in the morning just puts a smile on his face. It allows him to stay motivated and, you know, get out the door because his little accomplice is waiting for him. And I will also share with you that she sits and waits for her dad to come home. Um, She spends a lot of time in my office. Number one, that's where her food is. But um, she spends a lot of time in my office. And as soon as she hears him, she is out the door and downstairs yelling at him, talking to him about her day and all of the things. Now, is she considered probably an external form of motivation? Absolutely. But knowing that these two have this little relationship, he is then able to use this external motivation as even if it's underlying, as part of his routine, as part of his self-discipline. And so maybe it's finding little things like that. Like maybe it's your favorite coffee cup that you really, really love. You know, you get to go and create your best cup of coffee every single morning because you have it down to a science. Or maybe it's you get to journal. And that is something that you really, really love to do. Or you get to read your book for 20 minutes in the morning because that's something you really, really enjoy. Picking out things that you really, really enjoy for a morning routine or even an evening routine is crucial to creating the self-discipline within you, which then fuels your motivation. So I hope this served you today and you are inspired to create some self-discipline to move yourself forward and create peace in your life. And as an entrepreneur, we all know that we can get sucked into the doing part. And what I would encourage you to do is remove the doing part and start the discipline part. Thanks for listening to That Big CEO Energy. If you heard something today that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people like you become inspired just like you are. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.